Welcome everybody to Dead Talk Live, and today we have two very special guests, the brotherly team of Diego and Julio Halavis. They are the director, writers, and producer of the upcoming film American Carnage, coming to theaters and on demand next Friday, July 15th. Guys, thank you so much for being here with us today. How are you doing? Good, good. Thank you so much for having us. It How is- are you for having us? It is my pleasure to talk with you guys. Uh, first off, you guys, congratulations. The movie is absolutely fantastic. Uh, people are going to enjoy it. It's going to be a hit, no question about it. So let's get right to it. Uh, I'm going to start off with posing a question to both of you. Uh, Diego, you can answer first, and then we can go over to Julio. Now, if this movie was done seven to ten years ago, it would definitely be in the realm of satire, you know, pushing things to the beyond belief. But unfortunately, in today's world, not so much in the satire realm. So that is really driven home in the opening credits that you guys put together for the film. You guys did not have to make shots up, make up, make believe newscast or any or anything like that. You just went and drew on what was going on in the real world over the last seven years. Uh, How did you guys come to that decision? Was there a lot of debate? And just walk us through how you guys came, you know, to that opening uh, credit scene, which really, you know, left an impact on me and a lot of my team members who have also seen the movie. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it It also came from the shock of seeing the footage happening in real time in a, in a real, like, news uh, channel, right? So the second you see that, then you realize, okay, there's something here, and I'm just going to hold the mirror of, of what's happening and, and then use that as a catapult to launch the story that we want to tell. But we definitely wanted to feel, like you said, is it satire? Is it reality? Or is it that the reality is so stupid and crazy that it feels like satire? Exactly. Well, I feel like that's what we did. I mean, and that was an idea that came up actually after finish uh, shooting. You know, I mean, that was an intro that, that we thought about it. And, and the more clips we would find, you know, then more stuff would happen. And we were like, oh, no, we got to add this. We got to add this. To the point that I was telling you, I was like, no, I mean, we got to lock the car, you know, we're done adding stuff, you know, but it was, there was so many stuff going on that was like, I mean, we, there was not a lack of material, you know, per se. Absolutely. Now, Diego, uh, like I said, you guys both wrote the screenplay and considering the subject matter, would you say it was more of a reaction or a response to the Trump presidency? Oh, that's a very good question. And I don't know if I would be able to distinguish between uh, when it stopped being a reaction and at what point it became a response. I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, The reality of seeing the separation camps and seeing little kids living through a nightmare, like a real scenario nightmare, and then seeing how politics has devolved into kind of like a comedic, Joke. It's almost like when you watch, uh, you know, Idiocracy, and it, it, it's not that far off from, from reality or, or Don't Look Up. Uh, and you see how we are at a point in, in, in reality right now where the conversation, the, the way we fight over subject matters, 
uh, online or on TV, it's come, it, it basically become kind of like a, a ridiculous yeah. situation. And so we, we realized, well, we need to make something that feels like horror and comedy because we, that's what we're going through. So, so yeah. it's, it's a little bit of a both. Yeah, people are at home watching this stuff unfold in real time, and they're like, are we in another universe? I mean, is this yeah. is this really happening? Julio, the title American Carnage can have different meaning to the viewers that are going to see this film. Was that your intent, uh, the American Carnage, the title of the film? Let the viewers, as they watch the film, get their own interpretation of what the carnage is about. Exactly. That, that was that was a plain on words. You know, obviously the the main uh, idea was because of what Trump said at some point. You know, and and, and he used the, those words to be very specific. But I mean, also when it comes to the movie, you know, the title starts at something, but it also became becomes something at the end. So you know, it was it was something that uh, when we thought about the title, it just it worked for the film perfectly, and we thought, okay, this is this is perfect. Absolutely. Now, Diego, you guys came up with a very creative way to make this social commentary statement in regards to the elderly uh walk us through that how did how did that idea come together to put in a program for taking care of the elderly well when you look at the way society is set up and a lot of the things that we talk about the injustices that uh, latinos are facing it, it comes down to the fact that they it's, it's almost like a voiceless uh community in some sense and when you look at nursing homes, it's very clear that there's a lot of abuse happening as well. And that's because in, in many ways they are voiceless themselves. Mm -hmm. So by putting the two groups in the same uh, scenario, then all of a sudden we can draw parallels. And then, and then it's almost like the two groups are going to find common ground in, in, in fighting this oppression. Great answer. Great answer there. Now, Julio, in order for any film to work, you need the characters and then you need the actors to pull off uh, the characters themselves. We have a great uh, mix of characters with JP, Camilla, Mika, who Bea Ortiz is going to be our guest tomorrow as well, uh, Big Mac and so on. Now, within this group, you show a diversity amongst this group of detainees uh, was that hard to pull off when it came to the writing process? Because they are uh, the children of immigrants. They're all in this detention facility. They have to go through this program together. But you want to make them their own individual personalities. Was that a challenge in writing the characters? It wasn't. It wasn't because that was part of the, the message that we wanted to give. You know, as Latinos, I mean... We, we we are treated as a race sometimes but we're not a race you know we're an ethnicity and and us having different type of latinos you know either uh you know white latinos more darker latinos brown latinos afro-american latinos and also the different type of personalities i mean we wanted to showcase that that's that's what latino is you know we come in different sizes colors flavors and and it was important for us because uh, as you know hollywood sometimes is very stereotypical in the type mm -hmm. of latino that you see and we wanted to showcase a little bit more of like the different range of Latinos that there is because uh, we think that's important to have all the representation in Hollywood. I love that. And one of my favorite lines in the movie is when Big Mac is being questioned and he says, am I being arrested because I'm black? 
or <laughs> Latino. <laughs> I love that line. I think that line nails it right on the head. Now, Diego, uh, the character of Mr. Phillips uh, has a very violent episode in the film. Did you work uh, closely with the actor Troy James on how you wanted that scene to progress? Yes, yes. There was a lot of uh, conversation as to how to evolve the, the, you know, the blocking of that sequence. And so the first thing that we did was he kind of showed me what he's capable of doing. And then we kind of uh, rewrote and rearranged the scene in order to have a progression of how that's going to happen. And, uh, you know, we did a couple of uh, rehearsals with my iPhone mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, we put a little, uh, you know, free version of the scene together. Uh, and then, of course, on the day of the shooting, because now you're adding makeup and you're adding prosthetics and you have lights, you know, everything goes out the window and then you have to kind of like, uh, you know, fight reality versus expectation. Exactly. But because Troy is such a champ and he's, 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 he's a, a true professional of, of his own art, he definitely was on point every single, every single time. And, you know, even if we had like technical issues while filming, he was always on point and mm -hmm. that allowed us to be able to achieve what, you know, would take multiple days on a very expensive shoot we were able to achieve in, in, you know, a few hours as an independent uh, film. With very little VFX, yeah. Exactly. Uh, that actually leads me to uh, a question that I, I wanted to ask you guys. You guys have worked on prior projects together. When it came to casting American Carnage, uh, just the casting process, are you guys both active or is because Diego, the director, does he have the final say? Uh, is it an equal say between both of you guys? I mean, any one of you can answer this. How do you guys work together when it comes to casting a movie? Yeah, I think creatively, uh, we always are like 50-50 in the sense of like, even when I'm directing, he's always sitting next to me and we're always having uh, this creative uh, collaboration. I think uh, when it came down to the casting, it was very easy for both of us to, to, to say yes to all of them mm -hmm. because there was never an argument of like, we should choose this actor over this other actor. Like we were very in tune and I think it, it just came down to they under like the actors that we ended up uh, going for, they understood perfectly what was asked of them yeah. and they each bring their own flair. And that's one thing that we wanted to make sure is, you know, once we wrote the script and once we had the characters that we wanted, we were also open-minded about, you know, improvisation and what they can bring to the table, what things that we haven't thought of can they, you know, bring to the story. That way, uh, you know, it feels more authentic. And as a matter of fact, the line that you mentioned about uh, Alan Maldonado, Big Mac yeah. saying, I'm not here because I'm black or I'm Latino. That actually, that line that wasn't on the script. And when we were shooting this, he came up to me and he, and he, he, he asked me about it. And I was like, that's, that's genius. Like, yeah. let's, let's, let's use that. So, it, you know, there's a lot of collaboration and, and seeing how someone can just elevate the material because their experience brings a point of view that you, you know, you don't have, mm -hmm. but he's like, Hey, let me, let me say this. And I think it's going to work out. And when he said it, I was like, Oh, this is going to be in the trailer. And as you know, it's on the trailer. That's awesome. And you guys did a great job uh, bringing in fresh, new young faces as well as veterans like Eric Dane to bring together this cast. Now, uh, Julio, this movie touches on some pretty horrific uh, topics, uh, experimentation, 
and cannibalism. We're not going to give away any spoilers, but in the terms when it came to the cannibalism part, what really pushed you guys to go there, to go to that direction? Uh, I mean, when we were talking about doing this movie and we were writing this movie, I mean, we knew that we had to go all the way out. Like, I mean, it was not like, oh, let's just do something, you know, so a little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, you have to go all the way out, you know, and, and it was just a, a way to kind of uh, show how like a social class can eat another social class in a way. But I mean, we, we said, well, well, let's take it there and, and, and show, you know, show that, you know, and that's why we we decided to take it to the cannibalism aspect of it. And, and, and that that's why we did it that way. Awesome. Now, the machine that's shown in the film is very impressive. Uh, did you guys had to have that built for you uh was it just an old machine that with fancy camera work you made it do what you wanted it to do tell us about that you know cannibalistic machine that's in the film uh yeah it's a combination of all, of all the things you mentioned so we found an old machine it was this it was inside this warehouse i believe it was a rifle factory if i'm not wrong it was a rifle factory from i don't know what you know in Spain, you know, I don't know what time, but yeah. It was... and, and so what we did then is we repurposed uh, a lot of the, machi the machinery, the conveyor belt, and then we dressed it in certain parts to, you know, make it, you know, extend it and make it look like it's longer and adding other parts. And then there's parts that are enhanced with uh, VFX. Yeah. So, so it's a combination of lighting, VFX, uh, prosthetics, prop design, uh, set, uh, and it's just the movie magic of it. But uh yeah, we, we didn't start from scratch. We, we had something to work with uh, yeah. to start off. I mean, as you know, in, in the movies, you know, you can't, it's, no. it's tough to scare from scratch. So <laughs> we needed to find something that was already there in a way, you know, we, we looked at different options. Uh, even we like looking at slaughterhouses and stuff like that. But, yeah. but I mean, this worked out great. It did, it did. Now, Julio, the underlying theme of American carnage is immigration, okay? A very serious topic. It's been raging for a very long time in America. Uh, was it your guys' intention to show uh, people who are not facing the struggles of being on the wrong end of immigration, for lack of a better term, to show them a different point of view and say, look, policies are hurting families, policies are separating families. Uh, was that the message that you guys were trying to get across or a part of the message? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was part of the message. I mean, us as immigrants, you know, it's it's hurtful when you see separation of families, you know, I mean, as Latinos, you know, family is very important and seeing mm -hmm. the separation of families in the border was was something that that hits, I mean, hit us in, in, in a way, you know, and, and we wanted to to talk about it. We wanted to 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 send a message out there and and but we wanted we don't want to be preachy about it. We wanted to, you know, do it in a digestible, fun way, you know, but at the same time, start a conversation. But I mean, definitely, I mean, the message is like, I mean, we have to be better with each other, you know, as human beings, you know, because I mean, this type of policies and this type of, of stuff that happens, immigration, not only in the United States, but also in Latin America, but I mean, also we see it in Spain and stuff like that. I mean, all these places with immigrants, I mean, people are dying and, and, and people are treated sometimes worse than cattle, you know, and I think, yeah. As human beings, we have to be better, you know, with, with, with what we do in these situations. Like, yeah, we understand that there's going to be like a, a process for certain things, right? We're not advocating for open borders or anything yeah. like that, but how, how, how we treat humans yeah. says a lot about who we are, you know? I mean, the statement is so powerful because 
it's American citizens being arrested uh, on these trumped up charges for aiding and uh, abating illegal immigrants who are their parents. Uh, I mean, it's just so absurd, but yet it's it's real. It's real. It happens. Now, you guys are brothers. You have worked on, you guys have been working together probably for your entire lifetimes. Uh, When you guys work together, uh, first off, Diego, are you uh, always the one behind the camera as a director or or do you guys alternate? Uh, so I'm I, I usually I'm the director, but he's always you know, he's always sitting next to me in the direction booth. So we're always talking. It's just I feel like maybe uh, you know, I have a little bit more of a you know, I like to throw myself on set. Who likes to sometimes watch from the from the uh, on the monitor and then that way we have different vantage points because a lot of the times i'll be on set and i won't be looking at the monitor so i'll be like uh, uh, you know in the scene with the actors and then he'll see something that i'm not seeing mm-hmm. and so i'm always going back and forth between uh you know the set and and, and, the, and the director's monitor because he's paying attention to things he thinks different than than i do right yeah. so so sometimes i'll be focused too much on one thing and then he pays attention to something else and then he'll bring it up to me and so I feel like it's almost like a safeguard yeah. that I have in terms of like having more eyes on the on the material. Um, you guys complement each other. What's exactly. best is picked up by the other one. And uh, look, definitely Diego is the one with that has a, a more vision when it comes to that, and, and he's very technical. And he he likes to move the camera a lot. He knows what what he wants to do with that. And you know, and I come more of a of an overall creative approach, you know, like it's, it's he's more detail oriented when it comes to that, you know, and I think that those are the strengths that we have. And we come, like you said, we complement each other and, and everyone does what they do best in a way. Exactly. Now, how long did it take you guys from the completion of the script to actually finish shooting this film? I heard that it took a while. It took several years to yes. make this thing happen. How long of a time are we talking about? Uh, from finishing the script to 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 finishing the movie, I mean, um, we're talking about like three and a half, four years, maybe yeah. three. Yeah, a while. I mean, as you know, indie movies are, are tough, you oh, know, yeah. and, and and getting them out there and and getting the right people to read the script, you know, it's just it's just it's just tough. So we 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 had a lot of obstacles, you know, especially with the subject matter, especially with, with what we wanted to do. But I mean, at the end of the day, we, we just didn't want to give up and, and we knew that we had something special and, and the response, you know, was great from, from certain people. And we said like, okay, we have something good. We have to make this happen somehow. But yeah, it did, it did took a little bit of time for sure. It also, it also didn't help that uh, COVID hit. Yeah. yeah. That was, that was so terrible. nobody was, no one, no one was prepared for that. And that kind of threw a wrench into, into everything. The post-production, yeah. Post-production was a nightmare. Oh, yeah. uh, so the so. movie is coming out in eight days, Friday, July 15th. It is coming out simultaneously in select theaters and digital and on demand. Uh, as far as the theater aspect, are we just talking about major cities like New York, Los Angeles, in case people are living in this city, in those cities, and they want to check it out? What are we talking about? New York, Los Angeles, Chicago... Correct. Exactly what you're saying. Just the, the major cities. Uh, we have some. We have all the, the cities on our Instagram. Will uh, it's posted there on what cities? But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's only the, the major cities. You know, as you know, it's tough to get an indie movie right now in theaters com- to compete against yeah. the, the big boys. But yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, if you want to catch it in, in one of the theaters, yes, yeah, in the major cities: New York, uh, Chicago, LA. Uh, LA. 
Now, right. you guys, our audience out there, the check out the American Carnage Instagram account. It's American Carnage Movie uh, on Instagram, and you guys can get all the information. Uh, again, this movie is profound. You will love it. It will doesn't matter where you sit on the spectrum. It will have an impact on you. I recommend to everybody who's watching this show, whether you're watching live or be watching this later on, check out American Carnage. It's coming out July 15th. It's coming out in theaters. If you want to go out and you live in the cities where this movie's hitting the theater, go check it out in the theater. If you don't, it will be available on On Demand as well. Diego directed it. Both Julio and, Di and Diego wrote the screenplay. You guys, again, congratulations. You did a fantastic job. Thank you for coming on here. Uh, any final thoughts you want to share before we go? Well, first of all, thank you so much for having us. And yeah, everyone, please go out and watch it, you know, support our indie movie, you know, and if you like it or not, you know, we always love to hear the criticism or the praises, you know, but as long as you watch it, it's all, it's, it's all that matters. It's all that yeah, matters. Love it or hate it, just just watch it and, and uh, have some fun. And definitely and support independent filmmaking because Absolutely. I can't stress that enough. Thank you so much, guys. Thank uh, you so much. Absolutely. To all of our audience who are tuning in again live and watching this later on, thank you so much for tuning in. Again, thank you to Diego and Julio. Until next time, on behalf of all of us, stay safe and stay walking. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Take care.